Yo peeps, Wagwan, we're back. And today we're talking about adulthood and why it's stupid. And why we won't get to this point in our life anyway. You know, that's, that's actually a very interesting. See, that's the thing, you know, because I was saying, I get to that in a second. So yeah, basically it's about um, adulthood. Yes, the rush to it, but for me, like I, I remember when like people would always say, "Yo, make sure you you value childhood." You know, ray, 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 tay, 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 blah blah blah. And it's like, I was like, okay, yeah. I mean, you look miserable, so chances are I should probably listen to you and not rush to be an adult. However that causes another problem which is you kind of stay a kid a bit too like too long and then the responsibilities that you need to pick up when you are, when you do become an adult mm-hmm. is like delayed 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 oh shit i should have oh, been doing this and preach you <laughs> <laughs> come with that shit uh, you're preaching though bro because that's so true you know um and that's why for for quite some time since like before the the pandemic, uh, saying I've been living by this um, idea that we just need balance in our life. Mm-hmm. So when we were growing up, you have some people who I don't know if we, the word to call it, but I can call it hyper adultized kids. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so you have to learn for do this, and you have to learn for wash this, and you know for soak clothes and make the bleach get in it, and you know for wash whites and because what are gonna happen when you get older? Oh, those adult yeah, kids. Yeah. Oh, I, I thought you meant the other type of adulted kids. No, 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 no. I'm not gonna say right now. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, even though that kind of tying in a sense. Yeah, it but, does. You know what I mean? Mm. But you know, it's like, oh yeah, you think you're going to be a kid forever, and so it's like you don't get the chance to actually be a kid. There's always, for you literally at age ten worrying about bills with your parents. Yeah. I don't think that's right. No, that's kind of abusive in a way. Yes, me. Especially because you know that going have some kind of backlash when you do become an adult. Mm-hmm. You're going to want to have what you never had. Right. And that's why a lot of us grow up and act the way we act as adults. Because even though we were hyper-adultized, and that's my word, mm. <laughs> hyper-adultized, we're still kids at heart because we still never got to be kids. Yeah. And understood what it was to be a kid. Yeah. So we still grew up with a kid mentality because we think we're forced to grow up so fast. And I remember, it wasn't on the podcast. Remember we were having a discussion about what, what is maturity and how do you mm. define that, you know? Um, do, you, do you think a kid who um, makes a million dollars a month and can pay for the stuff that adults can pay for, is that maturity? Some people might say that's financial maturity, but is it though? What is maturity? Mm. You understand? And so I feel like a lot of us feel like because we got exposed to a lot of things from early, yeah, I'm an adult, I'm a super adult. Because yeah. I knew I know I knew everything that that that, that I, I should know from when I was a kid. I knew that you had to pay bills and I knew that money don't grow on trees and mm. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, and so he grew up with this mentality that yeah, man, I am an adult, and you, you value, you, you place value on these, uh, what do you call it now, traits, and not the actual being of an adult. So yeah. you're like, oh yeah, so um, now that I can turn my key in my own house and pay for this and I can pay this bill and I can stay up all night, I'm an adult now. Yeah. And that's not true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's interesting because I think for me it was like a mix of both. Like for certain things, like certain emotional things, mm. I was way too mature. And then with certain like life well yeah to an extent some life skills stuff is like oh yeah not really no i don't i don't want to focus on that no i need to just be a kid and just focus on that and then when you bring up the thing about like you know kids who making like a lot of money and you wonder is that is that is that maturity or is that financial maturity I mean, it's, it's no wonder why people would even think that having a lot of money means you're an adult because if you're an adult and you don't have money, people think that you're immature. People think like, oh, you know, you don't make it yet. Mm-hmm. You don't step, you not step up yet. Mm-hmm. Right? Even though you might have, you might be mature, you might be able to regulate your emotions and you will take responsibility. I mean... Taking responsibility, that's a big one. Mm-hmm. And that's a lot, that's, that's something that a lot of quote-unquote adults can't do. So then you think to yourself, like, I don't know, dog, like, yeah, I see you with money, and I see that you're, like, 39 years old or whatever the shit, but you, you cast blame on everybody. You don't want to just, like, take ownership of certain bullcrap. You don't want to make the, you don't want to take the steps or, or perform the acts to restore things to how they were. That's immature. But <laughs> I don't know man. Jason, let me tell you something, brother. I feel like this is why we're still stuck on this this damn narrative about if the man can pay for this, then he's worthy. And if the girl can pay for that, then she's worthy. Because guess what now? You grow up thinking that that's what adults do, like just pay for shit. Yeah. Yeah, as you solve problems with money. You just think you're solving problems with money. You don't know what real support means. You know, if imagine if you grew up and all your dad did was just give you money. Why? You know, we're not go down that road. What is that? Yeah, so a lot of these women grow up feeling like that. It was that is what support is. I can't have security if you don't have money. I don't believe that's true. <sighs> well, you can't tell them that, dog. That's what them know. Them grow up and see, oh, yeah, the people that are taller and older than me, that them, them do. So, that me have to do too. So, they put all their energy and channel it into getting stuff, getting the symbols of success. Mm-hmm. But they don't have the mindset of, well, I guess they don't have the, mind, the mindset of success, but they don't have the mindset to keep it, to maintain it, mm-hmm. and to like, like, further the lives of others or better the lives of other people they might even actually subtract from the lives of other people to make money yeah and that's what i said yo that's why before we started this topic i was like this is a very good topic you might not see the depth side yet but when we start Mm. talking you'll see it because you will come to realize that how we all view adulthood 
or individually how you view adulthood is how you grow up and start to behave you know what i mean if you think it's a thing where okay it's a serious rigid thing and it's all about going by the books and yeah. the budgets you grow up being one of those adults who don't know how to enjoy anything mm. don't know how to spend time and just be mm. you understand mm. you grow you grow you grow up being an adult who just feels like this is my life now i have to take orders and just just be in an office nine to five and not enjoy anything about life that's yeah, true and i remember when like i started um university you will take vacation in the middle of the week oh my goodness you're not an adult you're not an uncle they wouldn't even say it like that you know what they do is be like oh that must be nice man yeah it must be nice uh, well i have adult things to do yeah. so you know what i'm saying so enjoy your life that's great big up yourself that's that's kind of how they do it but for me i remember when i started in university and it was like all right man my man now so I guess I need to... It's, it's weird. It's like, I don't even know if I put it into words, but essentially it was like, it's no time to suffer. Mm -hmm. It was like, it was like, it's no time to worry about how to get this, that, that, that. It's no time to really be insecure about what you don't have mm -hmm. and cast judgment on people who don't have those things. It's it's weird. It's really weird. Looking back at it now, it's, it's over 10 years later, and I'm just like, yeah, I mean, that was kind of stupid. But, I mean, I kind of knew, even when I was doing it, even when that thought popped into my mind, I was like, you know, so this don't make sense in the world. This, this don't make sense. Why are you doing this? You're going to regret it. All right, you start. All right, forget it. The, the train don't leave the station. All right. I guess we'll figure it out and solve the problems. And that's the thing. It's like when you take that serious, we have that serious stance towards anything. It's very hard to create mm -hmm. anything. Mm -hmm. So, you know, so that's what I say. It's like just to figure out how to strike that balance between that little ch child and what adulthood is. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. gradually introducing yourself to things that adults do, which not not, not that that is not necessarily just linked to money, but you know. Mm -hmm. Linked to character building, discipline, linked to ability to, to, to make decisions outside of yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Those things are what, you know, when you realize what an adult is, but if you don't grow up in a household that shows you these things, then you're just going to think it's a money thing. Yeah. Yeah. The role models really count. They really do because. Like you just said, if you don't, if you don't have the people kind of showing you like, okay, I know what the world makes adulthood seem like, like, like adults are kind of miserable and them stress out all the time and thing. Just understand, say, them not necessarily do it right. Mm -hmm. Hopefully you as a parent are doing it right, you know, but yeah. And then it's like, yo, you have to make sure you take time for yourself. You have to rest, you know, you have to ask for help. Right? Adults have to ask for help. They don't ask for help. And they just make a bigger fucking mess. And it's just those... It's very little things. Very, very basic things. But it's almost like pride gets in the way. Mm -hmm. And then people just are like, Well, I need to be self-sufficient. Or I need to be... Came up, they saw me. Stayed through, they saw me. 
Call me for I real. I'm self-made. Yeah. Nobody ever helped me. Yeah. It's a lie. That's a lie. Which is weird, because like, even when Drake did the song, I was like, why would he say this? Is 14 <laughs> producing this song? I hope not, because that would be really awkward. Crazy, my youth. You know what I mean? And so, this whole notion of adulthood can really get you depressed, guys. Like, when you feel like you have these obligations that you have set up in your mind for yourself. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the times, it's not even what people put in on you, it's what you choose to put on yourself. That's so true. You understand? So you're like, oh, I need to have a million, a million dollars in my, ba- my bank account. And you know, it's funny. Is I was watching an interview with LeBron James. My interview. They were just having a, a discussion. A discussion with Le- LeBron James and, and, and a few. Uh, not the Jay Z one. Oh. It was Two Chains. Oh. And Two Chains was saying that yo, you know what kind of fuck up for black people, especially black men. In a, and he said in America, but I realize it's not just an America thing. He was like, yo, we always feel like, okay, once I make the million dollar, I rich now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> uh, we have like this mindset that, yo, you know, once we get this, um, this symbol, arbitrary amount of money. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? The symbol of wealth or the symbol of, of, of making it. Then that's why you are. That, that's when you're really an adult, and that's when you're really doing well for yourself. And I feel like that 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 narrative kind of fuck up a lot of people, because you don't need. All right, financially, if that's what you want and that's how you view success, fine. But success is not just tied to your bank account. It can be. You know what I mean? But yeah. again, when you grow up. And you can't, and, and, and you want to unlearn these things. Because it's something that is like being propagated by the entire society. Uh-huh. How do you break out of that, Jason? How do you how do you go about breaking that mold in your mind? Where you're like, yo, we're not going to be like everybody else. I think it's easy to do it when you kind of look at the pitfalls of other people. When you look at how... You look at that man like 6ix9ine. He's a guy who constantly talks about money. And it seems as though we should want to be him because we have money. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be you, dog. You are the last person I would want to be. It's just the truth. Why? Because he's a snitch. Well, that's part of it. But also just because he's a little bitch. That's the difference. You know what I'm saying, dog? That's the difference. It's like, where's the integrity, dog? Some people, I feel like, them can live their life without it because they just don't value it. I don't know how the fuck they do it. I don't, I don't know, and I, I'm not curious to find out. Right? But it's those kind of things, dog. Like, you look at, you look at like, the people him come up with before he was 6'9". Mm-hmm. And you think, and you, and you look at what them say about him, and it's like, yeah, he was cool, but it's the way him approach people. It's like, him diss you into being him friend. It's like some reverse psychology bullshit. Right? And then eventually, he will burn you and then just use you to catapult himself further mm-hmm. up. And it's like, is it worth it? I mean, I think so. Because the thing for me is like, one of the most, one of the most important values, one of, most, one of the best things about my life is friendship. Mm-hmm. 
So to cough that up just for a million, the fuck is that? When I get that. And that's the thing. So to be to answer your question, I just feel like, yo, you have to know, you have to value certain things in life. Mm-hmm. And you have to know so everything can be money. Looking back at your life, bro, as a kid, what are the things that you as a kid would just want to do? Me as a kid? For yeah. Like, um, things that is nat- naturally gravitate to. I don't know. Well, like, well, definitely one of them, as I said, friends, like people, mm-hmm. right? But also media, mm-hmm. music and TV and them thing that. Um, and at the time, religion. Yeah. Why I ask you that question is that I feel like, again, this topic of adulthood is so broad because I feel like that brush can even brush over the fact that you lose your identity trying to become what society tells yeah. you to become as a child and yeah. so then a lot of people grow up being wondering like yo what should i do for a living who am i how much money do i yeah. should i you know as if they don't know when when the simplicity of you as a child just doing shit and enjoying it mm-hmm. you know what i mean it, 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 it's daunting to me yeah, you get robbed of it because you feel like you have to fit into society, not realizing that. that don't think of society as like this big monolith. Think of society as like, yo, there's different pockets, right? And yes, there is a big ass pocket that majority of people will fall into. But if you don't fall into that, mm-hmm. don't look for that. Look for your little subsection and just cater to them and just deal with that. And you'll find success there. Hopefully. Hopefully. As long as you're not an asshole, because you because <laughs> again you can't you can't burn people, dog. People don't forget. So, Jason, mm-hmm. do you feel like your upbringing has a lot to do with your uh, temperament as an adult is? Mm, in the sense that, as in how I was raised by my parents, or yeah. just like events in life and stuff. Were you raised by parents? Okay. It's hard to say. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, but on the other hand, I feel like I rejected a lot of stuff that they did and said because I was like, this don't make sense, dog. I can't live my life like this. What? Yeah, so basically, like, when you said earlier, like, like, what if your dad just, like, gave you money and that was that? And I'm like, yeah, let's not go down that road. That's literally what it was, though, for the most part. It was not a lot of emotional connection or whatever. It was just mostly like, okay, yes, financial support is there. And then, um, yeah, that's, that's pretty much it. I mean, if there's anything else, like, you probably go a movie together. That's it. Like, you're not going to necessarily talk about the movie after that. You're going to get food, and then you're going to go home after that. And... Um, Yeah. What about you, though? Um, I think it sucks having parents that, like, well, not parents, but like having a parent that don't believe that children can be, be honest, or that don't believe that children can can um be trusted. Mm-hmm. You understand? 
And that was my dad, you know, never believed that children could be trusted or trusted. Or. And he he enforced and instilled a lot of draconian mm-hmm. ways to punish me for things that you could have just talked to me about. Right. And why so that's why I asked the question because again I feel like a lot of persons grow up and not working and shit like that. Mm-hmm. And that's why they deal with people the way they do. Yeah, because they just copy their parents. Because they just thought, oh, this is just how you're supposed to deal with children. But what, how did your mom impact your adulthood now? Or you as an adult now? I think my mom gave me more opportunity to be my own adult. Because I guess from her background, where she realized it wasn't worth it to stifle people. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, it's always better to give them... F- the freeway and the and, and the lens the and share the lens with them so mm-hmm. that they can see things from a different perspective. I'm not saying you must raise your children free range you now, you know. Mm. You know what I mean? But I'm just saying discipline comes in different forms. Okay. You know what I mean? If you're gonna discipline your child you don't have to kick them down. No, you don't no. You okay. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah, like is that something fine? <laughs> I hope not. Yeah, I mean, no, yeah, I yeah, will yeah. kick them down and box them down and be like, yeah, man, I'm here bringing in this world and we can take you out. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You can reason with your kids. And that's what they love about my mom. Do you find that the, the way your parents de- dealt with problems is similar to how you dealt with problems? N- um, No. Probably way back in the day when I never started knowing myself. Mm. But the more I discovered, the more I realized that I have a conflict way different from them. Like what? Alright, so... So, you want an example of, uh, of, of that? If you can give one. Alright, an example of them handling a situation differently. Um, Alright, we'll go... <laughs> a good example is if... If we said, say we got juicy beef together, right? So this is you as an adult versus them as an adult yeah. in this one scenario. Yeah. Oh. oh, a better one. A better one. Me basically creating my space and I'm not allowing certain energy in the space, right? Okay. My mom is naive to how these Kingstonians are, especially the ones that want to wipe your windscreen. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? So one of them approaches the car. And I'm like, sir, I have nothing to give you. Can you get away? She's like, how oh, can you say that? Why? No, give him something if you don't have it. I'm you must give him something if I don't have it. I was like, ah, oh, come on, mom. I mean, that's nice, but that don't re- make any sense. realistically speaking, like you can't do that with everybody. You know, and it's just, it's just a testament to how we, I was raised, where it's like, because you're a pastor, son, you have to look a certain way, dress a certain way. I have a certain aura about you. Mm. You have to act a certain way. Yeah. You have to be as Christ <laughs> and turn the other cheek and get boxed one into two of them or something. I don't know. You, you're, not, you're, not being, you're not doing Christianity this week, guys. Not doing, <laughs> we're not doing it. We're not doing it. But yeah, I get what you're saying. I definitely get what you're saying. Yeah, bro. This is something I've been observing. Adulthood sucks. <laughs> It sucks when you're going in with the wrong idea of what it is. What do you think that they did better than you know as an adult? I think managing them finances. Okay. Yeah. 
is it that they were more frugal or what exactly was it? Uh, I guess for me, I would say they weren't as experimental. They were more conservative and I think I needed to be more conservative myself. Um, it kind of just made more sense. For me, I was just like, I'll be fine. I just fly from the seat of my pants because you know, I'm young and invincible apparently and I can't ever lose and I know all, I know everything already. Didn't I never really thought I would ever say that or be one of those people who would say something like that or live like that, but evidently that word that was the case. And so you just get to a point where it's kind of like, had I taken certain precautions, I would have been way better off, way more secure and specifically financially um, than they were. Or not than they were, but I would be better off financially. But um, yeah, that's the one thing. Yeah, so like you, yeah, I would say the finances part was an oversight. Professionally speaking, I mean, it's hard to say because I've done so many things. So I feel better. I am more rounded person than they are. But at what cost? I guess. So Jay, what kind of fear? do you have like when it comes down to your parents like in terms of what's the worst thing <laughs> that they ever did to you growing up as a child right so you asked me this and i <coughs> took Sorry. a really long time to to figure it out mm. and when i basically how i figured it out was basically like what do all of these things have in common and it's like they don't know how to deal with their problems they don't take responsibility for their own shortcomings or their own pain in the past or some other bullshit and then they take that the behavior or the reaction or whatever out on me or or my sister and then it's like oh okay great cool now granted this kind of had a positive effect because it made because <coughs> it made me kind of have to be like okay that's really important i can't i can't do the same thing i can't fall into the same trap but it gave me an over or a hyper vigilance to it which was not great and i still made some of the mistakes anyway so that's kind of the problem with that but that was also not a, such a bad thing because it helped to kind of get get myself prepared for adulthood in that sense For me to answer that question, um, it would just be on a particular parent because, as I said, my mom you asked me about her earlier, mm. and uh, as I said, she she's she had issues, but she never tried to push them on me and say I should fight her battles. Mm. You understand? Know Which is the difference between how I, boy, that telling you know, so many levels, listener. There's a difference between, and that's why I always realize that there's a remarkable difference between how. How some guys, how most guys view their mom versus how I view my mom, you know? Mm-hmm. Some people, it's like they'll never have independence from their parents. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you understand? And so I, I really appreciate my mom for giving me that space to just be, mm-hmm. you know, and not like try to be something for her, like a crutch for her like a pseudo husband yeah or whatever you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. but on the flip side the worst thing i think my 
I got when I was growing up was neglected. Mm-hmm. Not supported. I can relate to that, yeah. Yeah. So I was not supported by my my father. Mm. At all. Nothing I do seemed to be of a big deal to him. Mm. Other than like passing for a good school in GSAT. Mm-hmm. And even then? And even then it wasn't that big of an idea. You understand? And I think it the, the bad thing about it is that um, I now grow up um, like being very direct with people who make who people who I perceive aren't being there for me. Okay. You know what I mean? And so I don't even waste time with them. But there's a good thing that came out of it, which is mm. I was able to validate myself and show up for myself. You know what I mean? And learn that even though somebody does support what you're doing, you can you can continue and you can find that, that support intrinsically. Plus, you know, other people that be there to support. Not discounting friends and other family members, but it's just mm. like that grassroots level, that, that basic thing within me, it would now be, oh, well, if you don't support me, that's fine. I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. You know and because I mean? you'll find the people who will rap you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm. Okay, I got that. Yeah. That's what I really learned from him. But as I say, you have to be careful. People have to be careful how they they they're not recognizing a lot of the little things that happened to them because they were children, especially like as I said, men mm. who are basically taking up position. Of husband in their mother's lives. Mm. Can't live your own life, can't start your own life without being there for your mother. Yeah, I mean, I think, honestly, I think I got a bit of that as well. Granted, I mean, I've seen it at its worst. You know what I'm saying? I've definitely seen it like people can't leave, they really can't. Some, some dudes can't leave the nest. Then you have some girls, they're like, you know, daddy's little girl. You know what I'm saying? That's like the flip side of that. And. It's like, well, <clears throat> this is what my dad said, so, whoops. And that's that, can't really do anything about that. Because they don't have, they don't really have autonomy. And it's hard to say that you're an adult when you don't have autonomy. Your parent dies, then what? Oh, you realize you just, I never really lived my life for me. I lived my life for my parent. And maybe even, yeah, as a surrogate spouse, you know, it's, mm. it's kind of messed up, dog. I mean, I'm not necessarily saying some kind of incestual thing happened, but psychically, it kind of is. Psychologically, it kind of is. Because it's like, yo, like the kid, the kid needs to be a kid and allowed to be a kid. They can't deal with your marriage problems or whatever. And then you have them just like, oh, let me step in and do the things that he's not doing or she's not doing or whatever. So I, I don't know if you have anything else you want to... Yeah, man, yeah, man, continue. Let's, let's yeah, man, it's, it's going. Oh, right, it. Mm. Yeah. Hi again, guys. <laughs> but yeah, I think the, the conclusion of this whole thing for me is also to note that um, when it comes on to adulthood, we have to go back and see how we were parented. 
Because you'll see it, you, especially when you grow up now and you're looking from these eyes, you realize, uh, you know, well, the way my mom was with me when I was a child, you know, that wasn't really the right way. Mm. You know, you, can't, you grow up now and you start to really see what life is like. Yeah. And what growth is like and how the parents treat you and have an appreciation for why they treated you, how they treated you. Yeah, appreciation is an interesting word. I get, I get, I get what you said. You, yeah. you're understanding. Yes. Yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. But yeah, I mean, and this is the thing, Doug. Like, no one's perfect. We have to just like honor that and respect that and thing. But when you don't have like the best start, it really can affect what you're doing. So, if you're one of those people who didn't get the best start, like honestly don't beat yourself up about that mm -hmm. because that's probably what your fucking negative parent parenting caused in the first, the first place, place so, exactly. you know what i'm saying like so just recognize that yeah don't do that because that's not going to help you in any way shape or form just know that like yo given my start i have to just take the steps mm -hmm. you have to kind of reparent to a greater or lesser extent depending on what the thing is and Ask for help, like honestly, like seriously. Ask yeah, ask for help. Like, that's huge, dog. And we need to change the narrative on this idea of what um, an L is, where people are like, you take a L because you take a loss or whatever. Yeah. I think you should turn your, le your L's into lessons or, or like learning moments where you start. Because I know this isn't what the topic is about, but it's just been on my mind because. Um, I realize that when we were children, all of us viewed, where to start to view, not all of us, because I realize that's, that's, most people have been taught to view failure as like Bad. this horrible thing. Yeah. But I have, I have cats and, and dogs at home, right? And when I look at these niggas from kids or puppies or kittens growing up mm -hmm. to becoming a big dog or a big cat, I am amazed at the amount of things they quote-unquote fail at before they get perfect at it. Mm -hmm. And the consistency and the fact that they never stop, bro. That's true. They never stop, bro. I mean, it's amazing. It's something I hold dear to me now because I'm, I think that's something that having um, animals, having pets really taught me. Because I'll, I'll sit there and see this cat try to climb the stairs for days. Mm -hmm. <laughs> But days never stop. You say yo stop, you're not going to get up there. Still try. Yeah. You understand? Pause. It might take a long ass break. You'll you probably see her not try it again for a while. Mm. And then she go back and try again. Until you realize oh she can go up one stairs. One right one one you know one one step. Yeah. Then she can go for another step. And then she can go for another step. And then now she can like run up the stairs. Yeah. yeah. You understand? And I feel like we need to change that narrative on how we view not getting what we want or not getting not getting to not getting something at the, on the first try. Why why do we feel like we have to get things right on the first try? Like, I don't know. Who that. sold us that idea? You know what I mean? That's a, I mean, it's a great point because like who really gets it right on the first you try? Like and, no one. And I feel like even if you, your parents 
grow you with the mindset that you can fail at whatever. Society, the people, the other, pe- yeah. other kids who come in your class yeah. and have that mindset, it's going to rub off on you, dog. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's like you start learning. I'm, no, I'm just learning, dog. I learn from nature. Like, look on trees. When you plant a tree and it can't get the sunlight and you feel like it now go bare again or whatever, mm-hmm. the tree set itself in a way where, okay, I can't get enough sunlight, let me grow this way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Why can't, why can't we look at life that way as, as, as adults? You know what I mean? Why can't we look at life that way? Mm. Yeah, the tree doesn't trap down itself if it, if it don't bear fruit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, well, I can't bear fruit. Might as well just dead right yeah, now. Yeah, might as well just dead. <laughs> you know? We have this... Well, I just feel like... And I think why I touch that topic is because I feel like when reparenting oneself, that's one of the one of the first things they even work upon. Which is, hey, you don't get it right the first try, and that's okay. Yeah. And even if you do get it right the first try, that's great for you. You know what I mean? But there are other things you'll just not get on the first try. Mm-hmm. And that's fine. Yeah, because there's always more to learn anyway. Exactly. Like, you're not going to be like a fucking genius about a thing right out the gate. No one ever is. No one ever is. <coughs> yeah, Einstein is a great mathematician. But can that nigga play football? No. <laughs> you understand? As, as far as I, I know. No. But that doesn't matter. Cause a, it does matter because, again, there are a lot of things that we all have to learn in life and, and there are a lot of things that some people are good at, other people aren't good at. You understand? And, and that's the point. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There are certain things we value yeah. that we're not necessarily good at, uh, right, yeah. at the, right out the gate, but we value them and we want to get better. So we just take the, 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 the lessons mm-hmm. and we eventually will get wins and then eventually yeah. we'll just get yeah, better and better. Get better and better at what we're doing, you know? So just remember that. I think that's what I want to leave you guys. Just remember that it's not it's not a failure. It's just a lesson. And with that, we conclude yet another episode of Wasted Wisdom, guys. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, thanks for still supporting, still sharing. Really appreciate that. We'll be back next week. So until then, take it easy.